Chapter 1 Jack Monroe stared in confusion as the alien ship appeared from behind the large comet and approached the Uhuru. Outbound from Karen Base on a survey of the larger Kuiper Belt comets, they'd expected to find lots of kilometer-sized comets out here, well beyond Pluto and a third of the way around the solar system's edge from Earth's position. The Kuiper Belt was the source of the short-period comets like Halley's that now and then visited the inner solar system. But no one expected first contact with alien beings, least of all, Captain Monique de Auberge, too long in command of the European Union survey ship Uhuru, and five other humans. Humans? They'd have to get used to thinking that way. Jack tasted metallic sourness as, free-floating like the rest of the crew, he watched the front screen. As ship's technologist, he should have picked up some kind of warning that others were out here, hiding in the solar system's backyard, where the leftovers from its formation circled endlessly around the dim yellow star that was more a direction than an illuminator of deep space. Now they weren't just a French aristocrat too full of herself, a Belgian priest, a Polish drive engineer, two British less films, and an asteroid belter whose grandpa had immigrated from the Tennessee hill country. They were people about to face something no one had expected. After all, interstellar travel was impossible, according to the rules of the EU bureaucracy in Brussels, and Captain Dolberge's need for certainty in space. No reason, therefore, to call on Jack Monroe's dual training as an anthropologist and a student of archaic cultural practices. No need, really, for anything beyond the ordinary science business of Pluto's Karen base as the EU searched for planet-killer comets before they could head inwards and disturb Earth's social tranquility. Shit! Max Piakowski's curse expressed Jack's own feelings, but not those of Monique. She twisted in free float and frowned at Max. Engineer, Kersing won't remove this surprise. Her nose lifted higher. Can you perhaps tell us how that ship moves without a dry flare? What? Max stuttered. His thick black eyebrows squeezed together as he peered at the screen. Oh, no clue! The rest of the crew now noticed how the alien globe, pierced by a spearhead, moved without visible plasma exhaust, unlike their own nuclear fusion pulse main drive. The six of them had gathered in the pilot's cabin as they approached Kuiper Object QB-1, a 283-kilometer-sized ball of reddish water ice and methane. They'd expected to celebrate the halfway point of their trip by geo-surveying the first object discovered by Lou and Jewett back in 1992, long before China colonized Mars, Brazil took over the moon, and the European Union forced America into an economic armistice that led, eventually, to mining of the asteroid belt and outlying settlements on Europa, Enceladus, and Charon. Getting rich is glorious, had become more than the slogan of China's long-dead Deng Xiaoping. It had become the watchword of a world society that pretended war was extinct, commerce was always positive, and new wealth could pacify highly taxed citizens. Jack pushed down into his tech station seat, snapped his restraint strap locks, and caught Dolberge's attention. 
Captain, do we match orbits with them, or do we turn tail and head for Earth? Turn tail, said Monique, lifting blonde eyebrows. Hardly. This is a momentous event in human history. We can't miss the chance to get rich, Jack interrupted, unable to resist the sarcasm. He should be more of a team player, like Gale and Hortense, the two Brits who functioned as pilot-slash-doctor and com-chief-slash-ecological biologist for the ship. But they'd spent six months in each other's company, and Monique had turned more and more rigid as time went on. At Jack's mention of the EU's socially impolite raison d'être, the captain turned cold as a glacier. Gale and Hortense seemed embarrassed. Max looked thoughtful, and their Jesuit priest, Hercule Arcy de Mornay, the Belgian comet expert who devoted his life to Kuiper Belt comets, frowned delicately.